So we join the stormed uh, chasers as you are now above ground once more outside of Sir Giles's manor house, having survived Saren's deadly trap in his hidden lair. <laughs> you should probably get the tar off of everybody. Do you have a spell for that? I don't. Uh, assuming prestidigitation can take tar off? I don't think anyone's covered in tar now. Oh yeah, because it was on fire and burning itself away. My tar burned off, yes. I could use lunch. That was... I'm sorry, everybody. That was bad. Yeah, I'm with you. Any fight that you can walk away from not covered in flaming tar. That's a good way to look at it. Core, uh, are you alright? That was really bad for you in particular. I'm no longer on fire. That is a factual statement. Cool. Alright, let's eat. Set up any guards or... Nobody's gonna come in here, right? Nobody's been in here? I mean... Benthwick literally, literally bashed all the siding off of this metal house, so I don't think Wait, anybody want to put a little here. sign that says "Stay out, out of order." Do not climb down giant hole. Yeah, that's true. I have an extra sacks. Maybe uh, let me see if I have any yellow caution tape we can put up. I don't. I don't. Is the uh, the servant who passed out when I changed into a giant badger? Are they still here? Have they woken up yet? Uh, no, you guys are alone outside. Weren't we being escorted here? Did that guy just leave? There was Winford with you, and then the servant Sally, but Sally passed out when you became a badger. <clears throat> After um, the shock of, well, finding this, that Saren's candle-making shack was not all that it seemed, and then seeing you turn into a badger, she fainted and Winford brought her inside. You guys went in and went down, probably weren't even down there very long maybe yeah like five minutes five minutes, minutes maybe. most right do you think we should eat lunch here or back at the tavern i can go back to the tavern wonder if uh we could probably check check in with winford be rude yeah. to just leave yeah he's your people you guys should talk to him did we see where winford took the fainted lady uh he just brought her back inside you guys were stayed outside so there was the doorway that led through the kitchens. This is the way you came out this part of the yard. The oh, you go back and knock on the door. Huh? It just swings open. It wasn't fully closed. Well, go inside, I guess. Okay. The kitchen is empty at the moment. So how do we even describe what happened? Like, it's kind of a good news, bad news thing, right? Like, we were right about our suspicions, but it went bad? Yeah, let's just leave is that it? part out. But that it went really bad. Is it abnormally quiet in here? Uh, give me a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. No, you hear um, murmured voices coming uh, across the, the the hallway door is left open, and you can across right across the way is the servants' quarters. You hear murmured voices coming from. After you, Sir Benthwick. Okay, Prince Hal. I'll stroll in. And you hear, as you guys get closer, you hear, "Are you all right, dear?" I'm fine. Just bit overcome. I thank you, Frederick. Coming from one of the rooms. Uh, yeah, she'll be alright. Just took a bit of a bit of surprise. Uh, Duke's men have uh, a lot of fantastic powers. I'll holler, hey, Winford. Uh, excuse me. You see the half orc poke his head out. Ah, uh, uh, Hal, Sir Hal, you uh, you all done already, or? Uh, everything's locked up for the time being. How many men you got working in the mines? 
Uh, I would say, uh, most of the men in the village uh, work there, or outside from, you like Roland or the hunters, do the odd job. Uh, a like couple hundred? Two people, or, oh, okay. Hey, Fenthwick, you think if you can, like, freeze that stuff, they can, like, bring their pickaxes and take it apart relatively Great. quickly? Yeah. Great minds think alike. I was I was having that same idea. A whole village full of miners. <clears throat> I, I assume the stuff will just harden on its own, won't it? When we were down there last. I mean, I can make it cold. Oh, now that you made me think about it, you might want to station some men or at least tell the servants to not go down the hole that's on the outside of the shed. Goes into the shed and then there's, well, that's not important. Yeah, just stay away from the hole. Right. Um. I think I'm just going to tell them to stay away from the whole area in general. Ignore the smoking lawn as well. Well, hot lawn. I don't know. I don't, it was, never mind. I'm not even going to pretend to understand what that meant. He's still disoriented from being a big badger. Ah. <laughs> I see. That would be, uh... Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine how that would be either, but I was, uh... Disorienting seems like it would make sense to me. You see it? We're going to grab some lunch back at... The Ale Spring Springer Inn, whatever it's called. Ah, all right. Uh, one second. Uh, y'all, uh, Duke's men are leaving for now, but we'll have to uh, resume our investigations. Uh, so, no, 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 Sally, you stay there. Uh, you just hand me, hand me the key. I'll make sure it's nice and locked up, and uh, you just rest. And uh, no one, no one go out back for a while. I, I don't understand, Mister Winfrey. Just trust me, Fred. You see Winfred come out with the key. Alright. Uh, I guess it's back to the Ale Spring Inn then. Hot lawn. Is that is that some sort of saying y'all have down south? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, it's probably a druid thing. Guess. We're in, almost in the middle of winter, so not how long it'd be hot. But So is there snow on the ground? Uh yeah, there was there would be because it was snowing uh earlier. So if we look around the grounds, do we see anywhere where the Snow is obviously melting. Uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> Don't notice anything. So I'm short. Far. I'm short. I can't see anything. Yeah. Not in my immediate vicinity. Not in the few feet, yeah, that you can see. And as you guys head out of Sir Giles's manor, back towards the front gate, Winford uh, closes it back up and uh, leaves it unlocked. Uh, no point in locking those folks in, and I don't suppose, uh, I don't suppose anyone here would be heading in anyway. If that's all right, y'all. Hate to lock these people in. I think that's a good idea. In case they should have to flee something. Yeah, well, if, uh, if Saren is really mixed up in with whatever y'all think he is, it warrant as much attention. Yeah, at this point, I I think we wouldn't safely say he is mixed up. I usually count myself a pretty good judge of character. Guess you can never really know till you know. You guys continue walking back towards the Ale Spring Inn. After a few mo, after a few minutes, doesn't take long. Doesn't take really long to get anywhere in Nestle Rock. You find yourselves back at the Ale Spring Inn. Winford opens the door for you all. You hear, "I'll I'll be with you in a minute." As you hear the ding of a bell, door opens. You hear Ravina's voice come from the back. Um, you're all back already. Um, your business was successful. Yeah, I'm gonna call it a success. Yes. Oh. Uh, what can I do for y'all? We were thinking lunch. 
how long were we gone? Like 30 minutes? So was it even lunchtime? <laughs> yeah, you were probably, I mean, you did search the house a little bit, right? So That's I would funny. say, well, you guys got up pretty early. Then had breakfast, waited for, waited for Winford, had breakfast, and then went out. So I'd say it's still probably like mid-morning, 9.30, between 9.30 and 10.30. At brunch, we plan. clock. So. L- lunch isn't quite quite ready yet, but I can I can uh, get you all something to tide you over if you're hungry already. You know, maybe we'll just uh, rest a bit. Hang sure, out, hang out in the uh, common room. Of course, of course. Uh, can I get you all at least some, something to drink? Something ice cold. What is it you always drink? How milk? Yeah, apple juice, uh, oh. chilled goat's milk. But I don't think we uh, they had any of that. Well. They did have that. They didn't have the juice, juice. fruit juice. Yeah, no fruit juice, unfortunate. Delicacy, I guess, up here in the snow. In the in the snow in the winter, what? Got some nice preserved apples. If can uh, show on that, but sorry, no apple juice. What about cider? Spice cider. The D one hundred roll. Um, sorry, would we passed uh. Well, to be honest, past few years have been a bit, a little bit rough. Uh, haven't had uh, <clears throat> haven't had enough uh, apples come in through a trade. Makes make any side of reason. I'd love to see an apple tree, but uh, unfortunately, they don't they don't grow up here. Do you have any seeds? Like seeds from an apple? Um, she thinks to herself, "You know what? I think we do." Okay. Dad's a bit of a hoarder sometimes, and uh, well, when making these this, that last batch of preserves, he uh, pretty much keeps seeds to anything that he can. So, um, what what do y'all need the seeds for? I've never heard anybody eat apple seeds. Um, before we leave, if you want to, um, I can I can cast a spell that will boost the the soil in this region um centered if we do it here at the end it'd be about a half mile radius of this inn and um the soil would be enriched for the next year and the plants would yield twice the normal amount of food when harvested do you guys do a lot of crops up here is it too cold oh i mean here at the the ale spring we don't really grow too much other than some of the some pause herb um, that he uses in cooking, but I bet some of the farmers um, on the outskirts would be more than happy to receive that kind of blessing. It'd be a real boot the whole village. Uh, we grow a lot of a lot of root crops, and such. Well, it makes sense. They're they're tolerable of the climate. I look towards the group. Do you mind if on the way out of town, once we're done here, um, we stop by the farms and I can. I can cast that a couple times and, and help a couple of the farms, and I think it would benefit the, all the people here. Spell I'm thinking of, doesn't it take eight hours? Yeah. Yeah, it would be like, I could do it the day before we leave, I guess. And you guys would have remembered, you guys walked in through some farm plants on through yeah. the western side of the village. Sorry, I, I've done it a couple times on the road before I met up with all of you, just as a, as a service. Ah. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I mean, before we leave, I mean, I don't know if it would help you guys actually be able to grow like an apple tree around these parts, but 
That might be interesting. I mean, just just to have a bountiful crop would be more than a blessing. And I look towards Fenthwick. What's eight hours on the day before we leave? You know, I I can do that. Just gonna take a quick nap here for a little while. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Or oh. sitting in a corner, leaning against the wall, just meditating, but sitting in a corner, eyes yep. closed, yep. while you're having this conversation. <laughs> um, so, are, are you going to be heading up to your room then, or would you like something to drink? I'm sorry. I'll take water. Uh, yeah, just some water would be fine. I think we're going to relax down here. Okay. Water. If people don't come in until lunchtime, then, I imagine. I have to say, y'all are some of the most uh, interesting adventurers I've... Uh, well, we don't get too many, but the visitors I do remember never quite ask, don't remember any of them quite asking for water. But, uh, well, you don't have goat's milk. No, unfortunately. I'll have to... Well, maybe if we get a good enough crop, we can trade uh, for some goats. Uh, what did we drink this morning? You guys had tea, I think, or no? You had, there was milk, I believe, but it wasn't goat's milk milk with ice cubes. Yeah, I'd like to take an hour and take a short rest. Sure, you guys could do that down here or up there. Up in your rooms, it's your choice. Uh, uh, Ravina comes back, some water and a larger pitcher of water and a smaller pitcher of of milk and some tankards for y'all. You have like bread, like just like table bread or maybe a bowl of nuts. You know, like before people eat, like something we could just snack yeah. on while we're hanging out. We'll we'll pay for it. I think uh, I think Paul already explained to you all that your money is not good here. Uh, but yeah, we've got some some loaves still, and uh, yeah, I haven't quite put the ones for uh, lunch in, but there's some, some leftovers from breakfast. I'll be back with that and some cheese. One second, she comes back with uh, about half a loaf of the same sourdough you guys ate in the morning, with a platter of what looks like kind of like a fresh farmer's cheese and also a hardened age cheese. I think we're just going to take a short rest until lunchtime. I, I think the plan was not to come back until tomorrow, right? So I don't even know what we're going to do with the rest of our day. Well, apparently you're going to go in rich farmland. Uh, I can't. I, I don't have plant growth prepared. No. That's going to be something else I'm going to prepare when we go but to bed she, she, br- she brought us some bread? Yep. Bread and cheese. Um, um, oh, and for- cheese. I just use prestidigitation to make my bread taste like churros. Nice. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Well, when you when you can't get the twisty bread, you bring the twisty bread to you. Uh huh. That's fantastic. Across um, realms and time. Yep. Uh, I uh, I will probably talk to who was it that was gonna like was it the the person who owns the inn who was gonna talk to like the miners and stuff people who are injured and I was gonna do some healing while I was here. <clears throat> Um, I, I think gu- that was Winford. I guess to. I guess I can do that with the rest of my day, since we don't have any other plans. Oh, uh, all right. Um, I was gonna head to the mine anyway. Uh, see how business is going. See how everyone's doing. I can see if there's any injuries. You guys want to have him down there? Well, in after the short rest, you guys you guys need it. But yeah, and if we're fast or- forwarding to that point, then yeah, let's go down to the mine. All right. Yeah. So you'll uh, meet. Meet me down there, then. You guys know where it is? I mean, I've never been here before, so... I think we remember the way. Yep. The only road in town, pretty much, leads uh, up to the mountain path and to the end itself. Nice. Well, that makes it easy. Not the end. The mine. Uh, 
And after an hour of relaxing, uh, about midway through, Ravina comes in, gives uh, you another pitcher of water. Are you sure uh, I can't get you all anything else? An ale, some wine? We might not have any of uh, some fine, fine elvish wines that um, some of you might be used to, but I, I can see what I can do. As she keeps glancing towards Cor. His eyes closed about to set a <laughs> Blinking way too slowly. Just are, are like you, are, got out of car accident. Yeah. yeah, are you taking a whole ass long rest? Because you could do it in four hours, right? <laughs> I could, in theory. But I mean, I just woke up from a long rest like seven hours ago. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to happen. You would be able to get the, uh, the benefits of a long rest for another. Bummer. That's funny, though. Another little while. It's probably another 20 hours. You're like, come back in four hours. That'll be good. Yeah, not 20 hours. That would be too long, but you know what I mean. I understand. Next on. Uh, okay. Um, no. Uh, I think I think we're all good, actually. And or do you even drink wine? I say in Elvin or Sylvan. It's Sylvan, right? I speak both. <laughs> well, um, I know Sylvan, not Elvin. So I'll, I say well, in yes, Sylvan. Yes, that's up to you. Yes, <laughs> you cannot say it in Elvin. No, I will. I will. You know what? I'll talk to you in a language I don't have, and we'll just make this more complicated. There we go. But you all get your short rest. You can roll your hit dice. Nice. I wasn't even hurt. Dang. Very nice. That was All just right. enough to get me back up to full. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, Cor took some hits that session. <laughs> um, uh, some hits and he was lit on fire by somebody. Jeez. Yeah. So you all take your short rest after an hour. After feeling better, feeling some of the aches in your muscles from having dodged so many strikes. Some of the burns on your skin starting to lessen a little bit. Day is yours. What would y'all like to do? Also, we could brief the miners on what we want them to do, right? Or what you guys want them to do. We hadn't actually discussed it yet. I guess we wanted them to go down there and try to clear all that crap out. Of course, well, we I should ha- probably take care of the uh, the puddings first. Right. 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 I'm going to do some, some healing. And uh, maybe you guys can talk to... Because... If I remember correctly, I don't think it was last session, but the session before, I noticed the somebody was like holding something back, right? Like, like Hal said something, and they kind of made a weird face, like, like, uh, like they were trying to hide something, or or something in Hal that had like sparked a recognition. I don't. That was uh, inferred actually when Hal asked if he was doing anything weird. Yep. And so he, we're going to meet him down at the mine? Was that who we were talking to? Yep, Winford's been kind of the interim village leader. So, as you all head to the mines to meet Winford and figure out, maybe heal some of the miners from their injuries, that I'm sure some of them have. Mining's a dangerous business, especially in these settings. Storm Chasers, you are, have headed from the Ale Spring Inn Towards the mines of Nesselro. Bentwick, easily remembering the way, was the main road from the from the village, the only road in the village really, leads to the path, mountain path, that leads to the You remember there was a fork in the path that led one was more disused, you remember which one takes you to the mine itself. And after a few more minutes of climbing, you guys reach the opening of the mine itself and you see Winford there talking 
with a handful of miners. Is there a space that is open to the sky that, you know, is just regular dirt where there's no obstructions? Yeah, right. Right. The entrance of the mine. So the entrance of the mine, it's of it's not a framed large double heavy wooden iron reinforced doors, right? That open into the mine itself. But the entrance is pretty much rocky, like mountain landscape. They do have um you know, some track leading into the mine for carts and such. They've cleared and flattened a pretty large staging area at the entrance. Okay. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do as we walk up is I'm going to do the, the thing I did before. I'm going to locate uh, animals and plants since we're, we're up near the mine. Uh, I'm searching for winter birds again for my good friend Hal, uh, seeing oh. if there's anybody within five miles. Okay. Do not get I put my hand on Hal's shoulder and say, I'm sorry, friend. Reached out with my senses. And there are, there are no uh, winter fowl or uh, or birds, as, as you call them, uh, within five miles. But I'll continue searching every day. All right? All right. Appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Um, and then I look at Fenthwick and I, <clears throat> and I say... Uh, I hope you don't mind. Um, when I was traveling before I met you, the only way to make money was to be a, a bit dramatic. So I have a, I have a bit of a routine. Um, do you want me to keep a low profile, or do you mind if I do the routine? Oh, by all means, do the routine. I'm fascinated. Okay, all right. Um, I get within about 20 feet of uh, Winfred and the miners, and I, I set my staff into the dirt, and I expend a single charge, and it turns from a staff into uh, a healthy, sixty-foot-tall, five-foot-in-diameter tree with uh, limbs that's spread out in a twenty-foot radius. And I, I uh, address the group. I turn around immediately and say, <clears throat> "Come, bring your your sick, your your hurt. Uh, I am happy to to heal any in need, and of course, donations are always accepted." Give me a performance check with advantage. Fourteen. Not bad. I mean, <clears throat> the tree, definitely, you hear audible gasps, and even one guy just shout, like, ah! and some, they all kind of take a step back as this massive tree is suddenly rooted into the rocky and stony ground at the entrance of their mines. Like I said, Sir Hal and Sir Fenthwick are back, and they brought some more interesting friends. Belladin here, is it? Right? Uh, yes, yes. And you see, like I take out a, a parchment that I like unroll. It's it's all crumpled up because I just stuffed it in my pack, and I uh, uh, I unroll it, and it's just in terrible handwriting. In common, it's like can cure, and it like lists everything that uh, that lesser <laughs> restoration cures. Uh, which is uh, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned, and I and I like I kind of like lean it against the tree because I don't want to hurt the you know I'm not going to nail it into the tree so I like kind of just like uh, <clears throat> happy to perform any services while we're here in the settlement. Uh, always try to make a good impression. We're druids. I hear we aren't a dime a dozen around here. <laughs> well, we don't get too many. Uh any sort of magic folk around here. 
Oh, aside from Fenthwick, he's been here before. <laughs> and uh, people are still talking about that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, um, if anyone has suffered any recent injuries, I can I can heal those. And then if anything on this list, and it's just, the, I got to reiterate, it is just the worst handwriting uh, in common. Uh, <clears throat> a list of those different ailments. Winford takes a moment, looking at the, the, the parchment, takes him a minute, kind of, kind of does that thing where he puts it like further and closer, trying to focus it a little bit more. Oh, okay. I thought, uh, thought maybe you were writing an Elvish or something at first. Uh, oh, you see, he's like, oh, uh, no, no, no. This is blinded, deafened, paralyzed, and poisoned. And then I realize I've spelled like paralyzed and poisoned wrong. Oh, I could. You know what? No, no we don't need the sign. We don't, I just like grab it and hastily just shove it back in my backpack. Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Or diseased. Right. I can end a disease. I forgot about that. Uh, most of the men up here are, uh, maybe got some injuries. I know, uh, you said Daryl, uh, broke his arm this morning. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Winford. Hey, uh, wasn't Daryl, like, didn't he race during the festival? Uh, I'm not sure if he did. I, I, I actually Darryl, wasn't present for the festival. Uh, Horseback, oh, right? Oh. My bad. Uh, I do, I do. But you're here now. Yep. Um, right. But, uh, any of those other conditions, uh, might be more useful down in the village. Not, not many people with those ailments will be coming work in the mines at least not on my watch makes sense makes sense you only got one person hurt nobody else i mean accidents happen all the time yeah no we got a got a got a few about you see about half a dozen miners no. various injuries and ailments half a dozen is perfect perfect um if you mind could you all just stand next to each other we can take this take care of this in one go uh oh, oh okay and they all just kind of bunch up together Okay, great. So, uh, Belladin uh, waves his hands, uh, speaks a little bit under his breath, and a uh, a small uh, chipmunk appears in front of him with these like ghostly green hues, and just kind of looks around a little bit, sniffs the air, and then goes up to the first person and goes up to wherever their injury is, and just kind of like puts his hands on the wound healing that person and then over every six seconds Beladin moves the the chipmunk from person to person uh touching the 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 hurt parts and i imagine they're all commoners so if you need me to roll let me know i'm sure uh i'm sure you you you're able i'm not gonna make you roll for this spending a spell slot for it so you definitely are able to heal all of them of their injuries and different ailments all right. See the one with the broken arm, like it kind of wince back as the. the oh yeah, I imagine um, that hurts. No, at first just winces back from the squirrel, like coming up to him, like he's freaked out by this creepy ghost squirrel. Not creepy. He's cute. Got glowing green eyes. He's a common folk. There, he's all. I mean, he's intangible. Yeah, so he is like a ghostly green squirrel. Uh-huh. And then you see him wince even harder as you see like the bone reset and did itself i'm cured he knows what he's doing squirrel's a wicked smart little guy 
And I move him on to the next person. And you heal all six miners of their injuries. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, y- y- sir, your name was... Beladin. Uh, Beladin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Interesting name. Um, yeah. Of the Melchris. If anyone ever asks you, you met a druid before, remember that I'm from the Melchris tribe. I'll be in town for a little bit. So if you know anybody who's got an injury or something, I'll be down at the inn. And normally I accept donations for this type of work. Not compulsory, but yeah, donations would be good. But the thing is, that was before I met these fine fellows who happen to be wealthier than I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, so I don't really need the gold right now. So maybe, uh, I don't know, go down to the inn where we're staying and, and tip well and we're, we'll be square. If that's all you're asking for, sir, we can easily manage that. There'll be quite a celebration tonight once our shifts are done. Celebration's not necessary. I'm just glad I could help. Sir, you don't understand. I, I wasn't sure if I'd ever be able to work in the mine after this morning after that that rock fell on my arm feels good as new good I mean at least at least the rock I mean Bellin didn't kill anybody yeah it was close uh now now Daryl don't be don't be humble the reason why Daryl broke his arm is that he shoved Bill out the way well then it was a good deed rewarded in kind so I'm glad I could be here to do that for you thank thank you sir uh Sir Bellowed into the Melchris. Uh, I promise we'll never forget. There's no sir. I'm not a fancy pants noble like these these two. Oh, you've earned our respect either way. When you when you head over to the the inn, make sure you tell them that uh, Belladin and Cor sent y'all. Belladin, I'm sorry. What was that other? Belladin and Cor. I put my hand on Cor's shoulder, who's just not understood it. Yeah, it's, he has not understood a lick of what's happened or what's going on, or probably has seen the. <laughs> Because I did use this spell in the fight yesterday or this morning, so like it's familiar. You, you this this like aberration showed up during the tar fight. I was on fire. I didn't really notice if it was a squirrel or something. Yep, put me out was probably all you were paying attention to. But yeah, yeah. Tell him, tell him, Corin and Belladin sent you. That's how I I I turn my head away from Corin. Give give how a big old wink. Oh. Uh-huh. Belladin and Core. All right. Give Belladin here a tour of the mine and kind of show him where the issues first started. And oh, I love I love the ground. I love being around it. I mean, you saw me. Uh, I turned into a badger earlier, a giant badger. I love being underground. Yes, I lo- I love mines, caves, whatever. And I I like give Winfred a look of like, yeah, I'd love to see what's going on down there. Nothing strange, right? Just uh, normal mining work. Do I sense anything? Like, is he? Because I remember he was a little weirded out when Hal said something strange. Is he? Is he doing it again? Give me an insight check. Inspiration. Should I use inspiration? It's up to you. Mm, well, it was a nine. Yeah, sure. I mean, use it or lose it, right? Rolled the same, <laughs> exactly the, the same. same. That sucks. <laughs> and. Winford looks assured and confident and gives you that laugh and normal mind and work. And he seems pretty straightforward about it. Okay. See a slight twitch of his left eyebrow. Hmm. You get a sense that he might be holding something back. You're not sure. Well, sorry about all that, everybody. And I put my hand and it shrinks back down into a staff. And I'm 
just pick it up and holding it again. Just to uh, let everybody know. Nice. That's hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> I rolled an 18. He rolled a 17. That's amazing. Sometimes it works out. As I've told all the all the rest of the boys, um, section of mine has been pretty dangerous. Still, a lot of it's been off limits to everybody. Make sure he gives a, a look towards you and Benswick. Al, did we say that? <laughs> yeah, I understand him not wanting to talk around the people who are working in the mine, but I, I'm pretty sure we told him that it's okay to talk to us about it because we all were on the up and up. We knew what was going on, or at least had been around these crystals before, right? Benswick, you would definitely remember. After you all had rescued Winford from the Lost Temple down there, from his orcish cousins who were holding him as prisoner after he refused to help them any further, he promised to keep secret the entrance that he had found from the mines to this cavern system that had the deposits of the Dragonstone gems, more true silver, and led to the Lost Temple. Yeah, let's go uh, if it's cleared up or anything else that's gone on down through there. Since nobody's been in there, I'm sure it'll be just like it was before. Uh, Mr. Winford, do you think that's... I mean, you've always told us how dangerous that is. Uh, don't worry, Bill. This is Sir Hal, Sir Fentwick, Sir Belladin of the Melchris, and... That's uh, core. I'm Belladin of the Melchris. They are both sirs. I am not a noble. I, I mean, wouldn't... I mean, if we're the Duke's emissaries, wouldn't we be afforded a certain... We would have knowledge of this, right? Would he be able to... Yeah, and you, with way? your passive insight, you get a sense that they're more worried for your safety because they've been impressed upon that this this place is super dangerous. But if y'all think it's safer, any, <laughs> I'm sure y'all protect me, right? Right. Safe for us. Certain death or everyone else. I mean, as long as there's no flaming tar monsters down there, I think we'll be fine. Well, let's not set the bar too high. Right. Oh, just the uh, dangers of more collapsed tunnel systems. And you guys are led into the mine. The large stone doors lead into a larger chamber. That's been kind of, kind of the main entrance still. You see that there are mine shafts leading to the right and to the left, but those just are dead ends that just kind of corkscrew and kind of wind around and are led down more to the central portion of the mine, down the hallway through some tracks, through another set of reinforced frames and doors where you are led to the main area of the Nestle Rock mine. There is torchlight. Some of the sconces, as the sconces are now lit, as, you know, during the day and active work is being done, but it's still pretty dark. They're not not super bright, right? They only have enough to be, to be able to see what they're doing. Ooh, we got a map. I'm sure that's not a bad thing. So I was looking through my spells because I seem to be the druid that just prepares spells that are never good for the situations we seem to find ourselves in. And I did bring gaseous form. So if there is a cave-in, I can get you guys out of here. So you guys are led into the main part. Anybody else around us other than Winford? Yeah, I mean, there are not in the immediate area. As you guys remember, this is a paved air, like stone paved area that there's no active mining work going on in this section right where you are. But you hear the sounds of mining going on. Melodin, the, the cave-in story is a lie. Just to keep people away. Okay, that makes more sense. Let's look around, see if anything uh, 
You know, since you have us here, but afraid I feel like we're a good resource. I can heal. Bentwick can destroy things. My magic. That's so much dice. It's just miners. Don't worry. Yeah, let's take a look around. Let's make sure everything's good. Well, uh, what y'all waiting for? As Winfred says as he unlocks the door. However, correctly, we just go down that hallway. I'll let Winfred take us back to that place since I don't quite remember which direction we're going. Fentwick, you would remember that the passageway to your right is the main entranceway as the stone path kind of is where the tracks um, are for the carts and was previously barricaded by the goblins that had taken over, forcing you guys to go around. But the direct path would be towards the right as you hear sounds and sounds of pickaxes against stone and the murmurs of voices and shouts. I remember the pool. Seems like it was down this way. Oh, can I help? You know, you you should be heading down. Oh, Mr. Winford. Mm. It's all right, boys. We're just going. These are uh, some of the Duke's men. Come to help and inspect safety of uh, the passageway. And you all head down further, down around the corner, into the path, and you see a large stone. This is the entranceway. Y'all sure you want to head down there? Uh, just give me a moment. Uh, haven't had to move this since I placed the cover. Place it to cover this entrance. <clears throat> kind of braces himself to try to move the stone. Hal, why don't you help him? And he is... Uh, <laughs> I guess this thing was a bit easier to uh, put into place. Just give me a moment. I'm, I'm sure I can get it. <clears throat> Alright, let me know if you need some help. Maybe a bit the old back isn't quite what it used to be. Alright, I'll help you out. And I'll help him move. Give me an athletics check. 13. This rock, the way it's placed, you're having a hard time moving it. It's it's not so much the weight, but the shape. All right. I'm going to rage into it. All right. On the count of three. I'll touch him and say, go with God. Give me another athletics check. 19 plus a d4. 22. After kind of getting at the wrong angle you take a moment to look at the rock like ah this is a much better spot and you easily ugh, with a shove it rolls out and slams into the stone next to it revealing the small opening leading down further Fenswick you'll have no problem lean enough but uh Beladin and Tal you'll it'll be a little bit of a tight squeeze getting in I have to say uh been trying not to think about this place uh, since the last time. Reoccupying your mind or something? If, uh, I mean, I I know what they do, so I can understand. Yeah, that night, I think if I was there, down in the village during the festival, I might have been able to help Steph before King, whatever happened. And if uh, he give me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know, I get the weird sense that he's still trying to help him. Give me an insight check. You get a sense of conflict from him. Because in that moment where he's talking about his son, and then after that mo- after this after what he says, he goes, Huh. Anyway, well, uh, sorry about that. Um y'all wanted to inspect further into the into the mine, into that old ruins, I expect, won't you? And you get this sense that when he was talking about his son there was this kind of moment of clarity in his eyes. And it suddenly the mask, his eyes kind of unfocused for a moment. 
and his mood switched and he started talking like nothing was wrong anymore. I'll nod towards Belladin and when turns away leads us, I'll kind of give Belladin the eye like keep an eye on this guy. Alright. Well, lead the way. I tell you, if uh, we ever can let this become public knowledge, we'll all be mighty rich. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just gotta light this torch. I'm, I don't, what can all of you see in the dark? Or I'm Mm-mm. I'll uh, turn on my gem. Don't worry about torches. You leave it there. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty bright. I guess I won't need this. He puts the torch away. And as he leads you, there, you guys remember that it was a pretty straight tunnel heading straight down further, deeper into the mountains that you can remember. And as your gem of brightness is lit and you guys head down, you see the sparkle of true silver ore. Thick spider webs all along the walls. And then eventually you get the gleam. Among the true silver, you get the gleam of blue. Leads you further and further down until it gets narrow once again and then opens up to another familiar system of underground tunnels and caverns. And the gem of brightness is 30 and 30. Alright, should just be uh, further up. Do you uh, come down here often? No, I... Uh, I haven't come down here since uh, your friends rescued me. <laughs> uh, Frank. Is he being Frank? Give me an insight check. I thought you said your name was Winfred. Uh, 25. So as soon as he says to be Frank, I just kind of lean back and give an eye to Hal and just shake my head like he's not telling the truth. Completely silent. Yep. Now that we're kind of good friends and away from prying eyes... What have you been doing down here? You're not thinking of bringing Stefan back, are you? Well, Sir Al, I, I, I don't know what you mean. My Stefan melted away what was left of him. I haven't been back here. You know how Beladin can make that tree grow really high? Like, he can also tell when people are telling him stories. It was, uh, yeah, quite impressive. Um, stories, what? <laughs> don't know what you... Y'all mean magic that makes you like tell if somebody's lying to you? Yeah. Why are you? Why have you been coming down here? Are you taking some of this quicksilver, the true silver? Excuse me. Um. Are you trying to get it out of the city now that you're in charge? I mean, money turns good men who have some kind of semblance of power, especially after something they've lost, into desperate men who think they can just run around and whatever the hell they want so what have you been doing down here oh well if you all can place yourselves where you were oh no I'm always going to be in the middle where I can do the maximum amount of help I imagine where you can set fire to things most efficiently yeah no in fact this is perfect I just do I don't even wait for him to say anything I do a wall of flame just right down the center I'm just kidding I appreciate what you all have done but we're gonna you're gonna stand around here and accuse me of thievery. Well, you all can uh, just include whatever you business you need to down here and I'll and go back and tend to uh, the village. I'm not accusing you of thievery. I just want to know why you've been down here and you clearly have been down here. He's going to try to walk past you, Fentwick. Like, come on, don't get your all hackles all up. If you took some of the true silver, I could care less. Is that a athletic check? 
Oh, okay. That's opposing athletics checks, right? Oh, he's trying to get past me then? Oh, an athletics check? He's just going to try to move you out of the way, shove. We're going to say it that way. Still strong enough where he's going to try to force you out of its way, though. But not where he's, like, trying to shove you prone. It's just kind of like a hand on the shoulder, like, out of my way, please. Like... He, he lays a hand on me. He says, I'm going to go back up, back up to attend to the village. And he kind of puts his hand on your shoulder to try to gently move you out of the way. I cast down with Turgy and make ground shake. Okay. <sighs> you trying to bring the mind down on us? You might want to take that hand off. Takes a step back. I don't know what's, what's gotten into y'all. Just saying it's not polite to put hands on people. You came down here to kill me, didn't you? From behind Hal and Fenthwick, Beladin just kind of raises his voice and says, I believe the two nobles in front of me uh, may not be acting very noble. What you see as accusations is them just fishing, if you will. We all understand fishing. Maybe it's grief. Maybe grief is what brings you down here. And uh, they told me that you lost your son. And I can't... Look, I've, I've traveled... From the south end of this continent all the way up to here it's farther than people think and i've met a lot of people i i don't really like large groups of people but i know individuals i know people you know persons if you will i can't imagine the grief that you're going through and the pain no no father should have to bury their child sorry you went through that whatever you think is down here the true silver the crystals We've seen what the crystals do to people and do to creatures. I don't know if someone told you that using them is going to help bring your son back, but even if that magic by some sorcery brought something back, it wouldn't be your son. Please calm down and just talk to us. Give me an insight check, Paladin. Okay. The first time you mentioned his son, mm-hmm. you see kind of furrow his bow, brow for a moment, and this wave of just you just see like pure raw grief wash over his face and then his eyes unfocus unfocus huh like go blank for a moment and you see him go back to the aggressive tense hardened look where he's standing off with you all after you've accused him of flying with with this 21 do i get the sense that he's under some type of compulsion like he's affected by something a compulsion spell or or some magical force because he, he seems to be affected by emotion and then it drops from him. It didn't seem natural, this shift. It was like, it was so uh, extreme and opposite and it was so quick that there was no like afterthought or pre-thought to it, right? It just struck and it was gone. Right, and my tribe especially, like we understand grief and the passing and, and dealing with death. It's kind of what my tribe does so seeing that grief just get wiped from his expression completely and for him to move on from it like i know how completely unnatural that is so yeah at that point i'm not even gonna wait for him to say anything i'm gonna, I'm gonna say how finthwick he's winfred i don't even know if you know but you're under the effect of something calling me a thief and a liar i'd rather die and he shouts that super loud and st- tries to run off uh, he's He's under effect of a spell. I don't know. Do you want me to stop him? At that moment, after he starts running off, you hear a rumble. Sounds <laughs> like stones crashing. Well, 
we should run after him if that's actually a cave-in. I know you were that's a story, but it doesn't sound like a story. Yeah, I'll, I'll chase after him. Yeah, yeah, chase after him. Yep. You guys should be able to move. This is all, like, unknown to the group now? You guys never came through here? They did. They did this way. That black is a opening down below. <laughs> so, it's water flowing down into the darkness. So, Storm Chasers, you find yourself further deeper into the caverns and tunnels under the White Dagger Mountains into the hidden mines outside Lost Temple of Siberia. After confronting Winford in some duplicitous statements that Hal and Belladin caught him in, and a strange, unnatural emotional shift noticed by Belladin, Winford yelled loudly and ran off further into the caverns. You guys gave chase, hearing the falls of rock and stone upon each other. You'll enter the cavern for backs further against the wall. So is he just on the other side there? I can't see. He's in the darkness for you. Yep, he's against the wall back there. <laughs> in core points. Maybe uh, use your magic and remove whatever's on him? Um, I don't... I I cannot remove magical compulsion. Uh, compulsion. Benthwick, can you do that? You, you won't get me. I can try. Let me down here to die. Paladin, we're catching it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hold on. Maybe we can magically remove whatever this is. Hold hold on the, the yeeting yourself over the gap. We don't know what's over there. Thank you for the clear instruction. Yes, I, I know I have to be clear with Gore. Problem is, don't really know what's wrong with him. Right. The the That's an interesting thing, right? Well, it, it's more like, how, how, how powerful do I want to go with this spell? Oh, right. With dispel. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like, uh, yeah, sure, what the hell? Cast guidance on yourself first. Ask, ask for the help of your god. I apologize. I should have done it in the D&D parlance. I will guide myself, and I will uh, throw away... I'm going to cheap out a little bit here. A fourth level dispel magic on him. Technically, you're choosing him, right? So. You cast a spell magic, and you feel your magic wash over uh, Winford, and he stops... You fools. You've only been delaying the inevitable. Lord Enix will rise. And you see a, a shimmer of blue in his eyes. Dispel magic did not seem to have any effect. Beladin, at the same moment, mm-hmm. you hear the faintest sounds of light footfall, barely echoing the corridors behind you. To the south or to the west? To the south. Everybody. Footsteps approaching from the south, from the way we came. Should we get on the other side of the gap? Benthwick, do you want to wait for them to come around and then jump away with your destructive jumping that you've done? Yeah, sounds like a plan. I walk over the gap like I'm standing on solid ground with my winged boots. Or I'll spend a key point to be able to jump the gap. And then I prepare... Someone should should keep an eye on him. We don't know what he's going to do. I don't like an enemy at our back. All right. Um, I'm going to prepare fairy fire for the moment uh, Fenthwick jumps away. Or we'll unlimber his crossbow or his longbow at that people. At that moment, rushing around the corner, come face to face the goblin. Now thunderstep him. We're going to roll initiative. Beautiful. You hear as Belladin warns you all 
footfalls in the in the tunnels behind you. You all prepare yourselves, and Outrush is a goblin. A little bit shorter than you, I would say, Fentwick. They were trying to be sneaky, but you were, were all able to notice them. And let's start off with Hal. Well, sorry, Winford. I would like to rage, and I'm going to smack Winford up with non-lethal damage with my Warhammer. Oh, damn. All right, roll for an attack. <laughs> Hal's like, go to sleep! That's a 14. That hits. For 12 damage. He is unconscious. All right. And then... I think that's... I move behind core. Here. Wait for Fenthwick to jump away. You know what? Actually, I'm going to get right here. Get back right. Two, three, four. Oh, that's enough. Go ahead and pull out the bowl. A bow, not a bowl. Bowls would be useless here. I will. Just starts munching on some ramen right in the middle of the fight. <laughs> a peace offering. Where did you get that ramen, core? <laughs> um, Different kind of bowl. Rebby packed it. Oh, give you oh different bowl. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, sense. yeah. <laughs> then I'll definitely need the ramen. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, roll to hit this goblin right here, sir. Uh, yeah, I tried to target it, but I guess that didn't work. 24 hits. Nine piercing damage. Ow. He's not looking good. It's blood as you get him right in the neck, and blood just starts spurting out it's through and through. So there's no arrows taking out of him, but there's just blood spreading out everywhere. That's great. I'm feeling like an a-hole, so I'm just going to shoot the other one, too. <laughs> Let's try that. Hey, 13 damage. Oh. As you, he just flies back against the wall as an arrow sticking straight through his chest where his heart is. Dead. And then as a free action, I start eating ramen. Gonna hold. Still gonna try it. Going to throw a javelin at you, Fentwick, as you see a goblin appear from the other side of this pit. Lava-filled pit. Should be a disadvantage. Oh, there lava down there? Hey, good. I'm not the only one who didn't hear lava before I tried to jump over. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not near the edge. <laughs> uh, not where you guys are at. Around the corner. Oh, around the corner there's a lava pit. And that is it. For that, those guys' turn. Well, I can only see the one now, right? But I saw a javelin come from the left. Yeah, you see a javelin come from the west. Fly past Fenswick. I'm going to move to there. Damn it, I really wish I had dark vision at this point. I can't see shit over there. Fenswick, can you see over there? Of course. Where the javelin came from, is there more than one? Yep. How about far? How far? Uh, How far? I'm going to say between 40 and 55 feet. I'm going to go at the extent of my range and let loose the fairy fire I had uh, being held. How far is fairy fire? Okay. 60 feet. So I don't know if that's 60 feet, but I would do it at the extent of my range. So the, yeah, the edge of it would be at the, uh, right there. And I would just, I would just hope that, yeah, I would just center it there in the darkness and hope that I got, got him. You see three goblin shaped outlines in the darkness now. So not only do they light up in the darkness, but we also have advantage against them. And then I'm going to use... Oh, 10-foot radius. Dim light. Interesting. That's the reason why I wanted to do it. And then 
I get back over so I'm right there in the air, which makes me a nice big target. Oh, you know what? I'll do it here so I'm not blocking core. What color is your favorite? It is like a sickly purple. Like it's the same colors of, of like my mushrooms uh, that come up. Yeah, it's a violet. It is blue, green, or violet. It's violet. Violet. You're turning violet. So any attack roll against the affected creature or object is advantage if the attacker can see it and the affected does, can't benefit from being invisible. So now they are they're their own little light source. I think that's all I do. Uh, yeah, I don't have any more bonus actions and I can't cast another level spell. So that is my turn. Panther just runs over to them and then Thunder steps back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Basically. It's so funny. And then Thunder steps away. So everybody within 10 feet. Con saving throw. Half as much damage on a Skissel save. Oh my god, it's so loud. I always forget how loud Thunderstep is. Oh yeah, this may cause a cave-in. That's what I said. It's already coming in, right? What's it going to hurt? So go ahead and roll. That is a failure. One saves. Well, good for him. But he still takes... No, that guy dies. <laughs> as you see him just <laughs> blattered against the wall as you see Fentwick reappear. Oh, yeah, still enough damage to kill the other one. <laughs> He's like, ha ha, I, uh. <laughs> Yep. Just a shock wave of pure energy and sound. As Fenswick reappears, and you hear echoes. Like thunder down through the cave. Amazing. And you also probably hear some more rock falling. Is that your turn, Fenswick? Uh, yes, that's my turn. This is now the goblin's turn. I'm gonna take a shortbow attack on you, Belladin. Yep, yep, made myself a nice big target. That's an eight. It's a miss. That's his go. This feels like when you've been playing a game for a long time, and then you wander back to the starting area of that game. I feel like, I feel like Rick is definitely going to understand that reference, given the game he's been playing. Oh, he hits me! Good for him. For four piercing damage, as you hear him. <laughs> Proud of you, little guy. And that you just wandered back into an earlier area of the game where everything's way weaker. That's a six. Miss. These ones. Oh, I love it. I love them glowing. They have to make a check. They should be able to just jump five feet, right? Five feet, yeah. I mean, if... It's their strength score. Yeah, if they're running, I think it's more than that, so yeah. Yeah. I always forget the rules for jumping. I think it's if you're running, it's your strength score, actually. And if they have a negative strength score? I'm sure it's stronger than five. <laughs> so they can run over it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, it's the actual, not the modifier, the actual score, right? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> Another 10, 20. They move backwards when they jump. I don't 30. know what happened. Yeah, they've got a negative jump. Yeah. Jumps over and jumps over. <laughs> Thank you for the overly complicated rule that just say you can move forward sometimes. Oh my god. Cover the number of feet up to your strength score. Yep. You know what? Because it's fun, I'm going to make them roll. Yeah, they are jumping over lava, right? Yep, that first one did not make it. I already rolled for him. I'm going to make a deck save for him. If he grabs the edge, I love it. Eh, ten. Ten, he grabbed it. Or is it was it harder than ten? A little harder than ten. Yeah, bummer. You just you see that first one try to leap over. You hear this this weird plop sound and this sizzle and scream for a brief instant. One of, the, one of the violet ones just went down the, the lava hole, Fenthwick. Oh no. No chance for a save for that one. He does jump backwards. Yep. It's back to the top of the round, Hal. 
He sees the other one falling and hesitates at the last minute. Yep, didn't commit. Doesn't yep, doesn't commit. Set down his warhammer and pull out his bow. Aim at this guy. Yeah, bow boys. Uh, 22. Uh, sorry, that doesn't hit. For six piercing. As he is also right, right in the temple, just as he's aiming towards Beladin. His shot goes wide. How you quickly lower your your warhammer, pull out your bow, take a shot right through the temple, and he falls down dead. And then I think I'll uh, aim at the next closest guy to Beladin. I would say that hits. He catches it, throws it back. Yeah, yeah. That goblin has a uh, gloves of missile snaring. Yeah, he's dead. Eleven plus three, fourteen. As this one was squealing in delight of actually hitting Beladin. Your arrow goes right into his mouth through the back of his throat, severing the brainstem. I can just move across liquids, right? So I'm just going to kind of mosey my way back over here. <laughs> and it's like, like a stream. It's not like a deep river. Oh, okay. It's actually a river, not a waterfall. Uh, there's a waterfall where you're standing, Beladin, pretty much. Oh, okay. I'm the, I'm not the only place where it's actually a waterfall. Nice. I was like, yeah, I can see more people, but they're all dead. So I will go ahead and just shoot at this guy. Getting that bad guy. See how that works. 18 for 12 damage. As he falls down dead. Arrows right in the chest. And then the only other one I can see is glowing purple. So I'll shoot that against guy him. with advantage and hopefully not miss. 23 for another 12. This one falls down into the lava pits. He's grasping in his throat, trying to stop the blood, the bleeding. And he's stepping back too far. Just mosey on back, because this is not Pathfinder. You can't see them, so you can move them closer if you want to. You see the the w- larger one. How high is the ceiling in this room? I don't think we, any of us asked. Um, Here, it's pretty big. It's maybe like 50 feet up. In the core, in the smaller tunnels, it's maybe sometimes 10, maybe 20. So, from from here, like 10 and 20, but as soon as you get out to this area, it opens up, opens up to a large cavern. Okay, thank you. That is their turn. Beladin, you're up. I go right here, but I am higher. So I'm like maybe 15 to 20 feet off the ground. Um, so I'm probably just at the edge of... Well, no, I'd be in the dim dim light. But I'm hoping... Uh, I mean, they might have seen me do it. But I'm hoping to be just above them when they come in. Maybe they won't look straight up. And with my action, I'm going to, this might be a waste, uh, but I go super druid and get, what is the number now? 32 temp HP and yeah, all that, all that jazz. So that's what I'm doing with my, my action and with my bonus action, I, a D2. Oh, nice. Yes. Rolled a one. I was letting fate decide whether I was going to be a nice DM or not. Ooh. And it makes sense. With your passive perception, you don't hear anything immediately around you. But you do hear the scurrying of feet in this direction mm-hmm. and this direction away from you all. Oh, moving away? Mm-hmm. I'll say that you did that. That happened before you took your action. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to get up there and I, I get eye contact with Hal and I tell him I do like a, a cut off motion with my neck and say no more they're, they're moving away. Yeah, and I'll probably just... I mean, I don't want to waste any spells or anything. So, yeah, I guess that'll be my turn. Because I, uh, I guess I'll just dodge. 
So you see me just pirouetting through the air like a beautiful... Are all these goblins dead? All the ones that you can see. You probably saw Beladin motioning to Hal as well. And I said no more coming. They're moving away. Then I guess I'll just dodge. I probably wouldn't be able to whisper it because of the moving water and it going down into the hole and the waterfall to the east. So I'd probably have to say it at no more volume. Does anyone plan on immediately going after any of them right now? Uh, no. 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 All right. Not me. Core, go get him. I'm just. I kidding. have my target. End combat. As you've easily dispatched this small company of goblins that tried to ambush you all. What's uh? What's wrong with our friend here? Okay, so Fenthwick, you did dispel magic. It didn't work, from what I could tell. Right? Did you Did you feel anything when you cast it? Like it did, did it do anything? Okay. When you did that. When he said what he was saying, I don't know if anyone else could see it, but his eyes flashed the same blue as these crystals. Yeah, and it's more like like the his pupils kind of back lit blue. Like that kind of kind of happens to like animals uh-huh. in the dark, where you kind of get like a bit of a reflection of light. Like, yep, but it was a deep. It was a deep blue. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's got a crystal in him or if he's been around crystals, but he talked about Enoch, Enoch, right? So there's something going on. Like this isn't 100% him. He might, I don't, I don't know if this is something else. Like he's clearly not a monster, right? You guys said if whenever people are affected by the crystals, they turn into something. Well, I don't know if they always turn into something. I mean, we ran across a, an orc that had one in for one of his eyeballs and he was still an orc. I'll uh, start undressing him. Maybe there's something stuck in him somewhere. You start taking off his simple commoner clothes, and something immediately catches your eyes. Just below his left shoulder, there is a healing wound. When you found him, he was injured with a large gash under his shoulder that you, that uh, Fenswick, I believe, healed, or maybe it was Pebbles, your cleric friend. The tissue around it, it seemed to have healed, but it looks like the tissue around the scar tissue is blackened and necrotic. There's something in there. You got to get it out. I got to get something out. I mean, I can take up his shoulder, his arm, but. Oh, no, no, we don't. That might be a little bit extreme to start with. Well, here, I mean, someone give me a dagger. Uh, do we have a torch or anything? Uh, he, he was about to light a torch. Does he have a torch on him? Uh, Yeah, he has a torch on him. He has a small, like, little satchel with some. I'm going to use Druidcraft, uh, Druidcraft to, to light the torch. So I'm going to take... Uh, does anybody have a dagger? Do I have a dagger? Yeah, I have a dagger. Okay. I hold my hand out. I get the dagger from Fenthwick. Thank you. I uh, sanitize it in the flame. And uh, I'm going to say uh, I could use a little bit of help from your god. Uh, I've never done exactly this before. What? N- never dug around in a guy's shoulder for something? No. Nope. I have to say... Definitely have it. Like, may the gods guide your hand. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to cut into his shoulder and, and try not to do a lot of damage and try and find whatever is is uh, started necrosis in his tissue. Well, he's already dead. He's not dead, Core. He's just unconscious. Every time Belladin digs in with a knife, I'll just cast uh, Spare the Dying on him. There you go. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so I was hoping it'd be a medicine check, but maybe I'm killing this guy. Oh, no, it was going to definitely... It's still definitely a medicine check. I just wanted to, to think about the... I was just thinking about 
mechanics for it. But yes, it's definitely a medicine check. That's funny. Yeah, you have to roll for the attack, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I rolled awful. 16? 16. Not too bad, actually. Thank God for your God. You get the blade in, and even unconscious, you see Win- uh, Winford, like, his body twitch. I-, I say to the unconscious form, it's not being a baby, it's just a burning dagger. He's gonna take some damage, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna. He is unconscious. So... Two? Yep. I think a dagger's a d4, isn't it? Oh, but I I cut it all hot. Whoops. Uh, it does help with actually some of the bleeding. It cauterizes. I mean, how hot are you going in with it? Like... Just... No, no, no. I just sanitize. Uh... Yep. Yeah, it is... It is as if I have just taken it out from the, the, the mountain of doom. Uh, probably not with the torch. You'd be there a while holding a dagger over a torch. Yep. But yeah, he starts to bleed profusely from the wound. So, uh, so that would count as an action. Could I do like healing word with a bonus action? Because it's just verbal component. So I could just speak while I'm yeah while I'm doing that. The bl- the blood coming from the wound as it hits the f- hits the ground freezes. Oh, should I be wearing gloves? Do we have PPE? You heal him for nine points. He comes back conscious. Oh, we probably should have restrained him. And then start screaming because you, you got a dagger digging into his shoulder. Hal, hold him down. You're still raging, right? I will hold him down. Give me an athletic check. I would say with advantage because he's prone with a dagger in him. Yep. <laughs> 25. Get your filthy hands off me. <laughs> You all die horrible deaths. I mean, you're probably not wrong, but... You cannot stop Lord Enix from exacting his revenge. <sighs> Keep talking. What about what's what's his revenge? What are his plans? I say is my, my dagger's searching through his so- shoulder for whatever is causing this. Give me another medicine check. You were successfully able to get in there without killing him, but now you're searching for it. Guidance. Thank you. How often can someone, the same person, be guided? Isn't there a limit? Or is that... No, it is It is. is completely broken. Okay. Every six seconds. 22. Yeah, you press the dagger and further near... Uh, and you hit something solid. Something where you know bone isn't there. Well, alright, keep, keep an eye out, Core. You have dark vision, right? Well, I'll go in one more time. Let's try and get this thing out. I hit something hard. Keep him, keep him held down, Hal. He does not take damage this time. All right, Benthwick, can you please guide me one more time? I'm going to try and get this thing out without infecting myself. He is going to try to break free of your grasp in the meantime, Hal. So give me another contested strength throw, please. Uh, athletic check. I mean, I'm sure he can beat that. What did would he use? I guess it doesn't really matter. It's Dexter's strength, right? To break? Yeah. Acrobatics or athletics. Nope. All right. You get one more. Go. All right. Here we go. Benthwick, do you help me? Yep. Thank you so much. 26. 30. 30. 30. 30. You uh, dig around with the dagger a little bit. Um, And with one swift motion... Push back, like 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 you're almost like opening like a like a beer bottle, right? That same motion, right, right. And you dig because you dig the tip of the dagger underneath this hard 
surface, and out from from the wound, you see a glowing blue gem. Oh, uh, and Winfred passes out from the pain. Gotcha. He's not like taking damage to die. Paladin did expertly enough. He is not actively bleeding out. Uh, do uh, do do we have any bandages or anything? Or Fenthwick, could you actually where the gem came through? The f- it f- yeah, the flesh is frozen over. Actually, there's no ac- active bleeding. Well, I mean, we should. Well, shit, I'm not sure if we can get out of here until he wakes up. I mean, I can I can heal him again. That might wake him up. Paladin, you notice this is a worked... Unlike the rough gems that you had see, seen Saren's Lair, this is a finely cut blue gem that has rolled onto the floor. And as it rolls up, you see a glowing sigil. Mm. Do I need to roll to recognize this sigil? You can roll me an arcana check if you'd like. Benthwick, do you know what this arcane rune means? Uh, have you guys seen anything like this? All the crystals I've seen with you guys so far have just been, like, straight from the ground, it looks like. This looks... Uh, no, the one from the dragon is also cut. Oh. Uh, yeah, we right. have. I mean, the one we pry out of that dead orc's eyeball socket, which we still have, also had some kind of rune inscribed in it. Can you discern what this one means? Or, or have they all been the same thus far? I don't know. Can I? Give me an arcana check. Apparently I can. You're, you're just like, I'm going to guide myself. Just piss off, Richard. You recognize it is an arcane sigil. It's not druidic or anything. This is arcane magic. And while you don't know the spell, you recognize what it is and how powerful it is. This is a sigil for Ish. Mm. Jordan knows what that spell is. Would that be like Gesh? That's a powerful spell. Well, uh, and everyone around is looking at the gem. Give me a perception check. Fenswick, as you're explaining the spell, mm. you turn your, you take your eyes away from the gem. Actually, and look to your companions. Hal's looking at the gem for a moment, but looks up towards you, Fenswick, as you're explaining what Gesh is and how it's used to control the minds and actions of others, and how powerful it is. But you look at the gem, covered in blood, and as the blood, last drop of blood, none of the blood actually sticks to the gem. Mm-hmm. But as the last drop of blood leaves its surface, you see the light flicker go out. Oh, okay. The light's gone out in it. Uh, how could you kind of tilt your head? On this, wait. Where are you holding the gem again? Is it on necklace? Is it on your helmet? It's hanging on a necklace. I turn, turn this way. Are my eyes deceiving me? Is is the light gone out on this one finally? How you look down, and it is a clear gem, clear cut gem with a some sort of weird magic symbol carved into it. But it's it's not glowing anymore. So all these gems that you've seen, like the one, it's like the one from the dragon. It was glowing this bright blue light from within faded out yeah put uh, actually how put your hand over the the gym and then we'll be able to tell if it's actually glowing or not anymore yeah oh yeah no glow you cover the gem of brightness the cavern is dark no glow all right well i guess i can heal him wake him up and then we can fight our way out of here you said you still got whatever that spell that makes us go through the rocks right 
Oh yeah, I can um I can cast that three times. So I can get three of you through. Uh it'll turn you into like a like a gas, like smoke. And you'll be able to go through. So if there's only like a very thin crack in the stone to get out, um, I'll be able to send you through. Do we wanna continue to look around Fenthwick? Can I give him a knowing look? Well, yeah, as long as we're down here. See what's going on. See find out what he's been doing for Enix under while under the control, the compulsion. Well, that too. I uh I hold the torch and I dip it into the, the pool of water right here to put it out so that way Core can rejoin us. Sorry about that, Core. I just wanted to sanitize the uh didn't want him to get sick. Revy Revy owns the inn now. Say that one more time? Revy owns the inn now? No. And he looks over at the what he thinks is a dead body. He's not dead. He's not dead. He was being controlled. I I like point down towards the gem on the ground. He's being controlled. Magic powerful powerful compulsion magic uh was was forcing this this man's actions and making him do things and we're gonna explore down here uh probably have to fight more goblins but we're gonna explore down here and and see what's been done we can kill goblins yeah yeah i don't mind that what should we do with this guy just leave him here he's not dead he's alive what do you think hal Fentwick? is he still unconscious he is unconscious. Yeah, that's why I think he's dead. Are y'all gonna wake him up so he can walk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really like the idea of just leaving him here. What, what do you want me to poke him with a stick? No. Slap him across the face. Here, watch. I mean, I could heal. Uh, you, you just hit him. Two deaths. He dies. You smack him across the face and uh, you get the feeling he's not just sleeping unconscious. Benthwick, are you sure you don't want to use any low-level spells, or is that just that's just on me? Well, I mean, if he's not dying, I'm not sure what I can do for him. Oh, okay. Eight points of healing. What happened? Uh, welcome back. Hal, fill him in. I'm, t- I'm tired. That took a lot out of me. Can I have my dagger back, please? Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Do you want me to sterilize it again? I pressed it to hit it clean. I know you. How do I know you? It's like I've seen you in a dream. Uh, uh, what's going on? Where, where am I? Where's Stefan? Stefan is... Oh, no. 